you three are not in the waiting room long, a nurse seeing an unconscious woman being held. They'll escort you to a room, Bruno. You can lay her down. The nurse says the doctor will be in momentarily. The young rookie will stand outside the room as if guarding the room, leaving you and Cookie alone in the room. I will gently lay her down upon the bed, go into my jacket, pull out my flask, take a little little nip, and just kind of sit there for a minute like, fuck. At the jostling around and finally being laid and being still, Cookie's eyes just kind of flutter and close because her head hurts, face hurts. She's clearly starting to come to. Jostle the flask so it makes that flashing sound. You got any of that for me? I think I could use it. Just put it into her hand. Without sitting up, I just kind of put it to my lips. And instead of swallowing, just swoosh it around to wash the blood and the dry, dead air out of my mouth before swallowing it. What the fuck, Bruno? I, uh, I don't even know if there's words to say. Sorry, it doesn't seem to cut it, but I didn't know what to do. And there was weird shit going on. And he's sitting as far back from you as he can in here, the opposite side of the room. Cookie's just laying on her side, hugging that flask to her swollen face. I didn't do anything. I didn't do it. You were, uh, you had a a dangerous book, and he'll shift his weight. So he's leaning, like, on the bag with the book, and uh, you you were reading from it. You know how that shit can get. I don't want to talk about it. It's fine. We ain't got to talk about nothing. Be a doctor, he's going to get you probably better stuff. Something stronger. I don't think it's broken. I hope that it isn't. At that, a, a doctor will come in and say, uh, oh, good morning, good morning. Oh, let's see what we have here. Oh. Dear, my dear, what happened to you? Did you fall? Bruno doesn't say anything. Yes, with my face. Goodness, goodness, and he'll start inspecting, and he'll put a tongue depressor in your mouth, pull things around. It hurts a bit as he maneuvers that depressor around and looks at it. He'll put his fingers on both sides of your jaw. He'll ask you to open and close your mouth and that. He sees that it hurts you, but you're able to do it. So he'll put everything away and he'll look over to Bruno and say, well, looks like your wife is fine. It appears that she's probably just bruised up. Give her a few days. Nothing's broken. Just make sure the the poor deer rests and Watch out for her, take care of her, and hopefully she won't be so clumsy in the future. He's just gritting his teeth, but he, he'll live this lie for now. It's like, yeah, it's a 
Very unfortunate. He'll put his hand on your shoulder, Cookie, and say, just wait here. I'll send the nurse in with something to help you with the pain. Thanks, Doc. She is just staring daggers at Bruno for letting the wife tip slide. He'll smile and walk out. Do you want me to tell him that you were possessed by a fucking... I don't even know? No, but it's just as believable. I'm your wife and you punched me in the face. Look, I, uh... I don't exactly condone what I did, but I didn't have any other ideas. Cookie just starts crying. She's lost her best friend. And now the real person that's closest in her life has beat her to help her. He thinks he's saving her. But she's just lost. Just crying. Is there uh, anything I can do? And he leans forward, almost as if he would put his hand on yours, but, well, he did just lay hands on her in an unfortunate way. And after a long pause, just silent tears. No. I don't know, Bruno. I don't think that. I don't know. I just need time. Yeah, I, uh, I'll just sit here and be quiet. And he does. You sit there and be silent. It isn't long before a nurse comes in with a little paper cup with some and some water. Gives you a couple pills, tells you to take them, and and that you're probably going to be drowsy. And um, she'll look to you, Bruno, and, and say, "Do you want her to rest here? Or are you going to take her home?" That's up to her. I want to go home. It's time. To go home. I need to be home. Home it is then. She'll have you take pills and then she'll say that you guys can leave. There's some other agents that uh, they were going to the bulk. Let them know we're going back to the hotel to get ready to leave. If you don't mind. Of course. No problem. And at that, we will cut back to the morgue. Well, so much for that plan. You can't go back putting the... We need to discuss it with people first on how we deal with Ash. Discuss it, Finn? You've you've cut a man's head clean off with an invisible knife, Finn. And Philip steps back. He's got the teapot in his hand. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yes, he did. That's mighty suspicious. Yes, well, it just means my suspicions have been confirmed, that's all. Yeah, you're smart on this guy. Well, you know what? We're just... You were about to go crazy. I think I saved us from a large bit of trouble. Or your ticket out of this. Look, we can just frame some patsy... I'm not going to frame... No. You have the list of the people who are attending, right? Find one of them criminal types and throw them under the bus. There are no criminal types. Finn rolls his eyes. Putting in the fact that you just used an invisible knife to cut a dead man's head off, which was evidence, Finn. We are already in deep enough trouble with the police, and now we're even worse trouble with the police. 
<sighs> we just cover him up again. Yeah, yeah that'll, that'll work. work. Put the sheet back over him. We'll be out of town before they can actually take a look. You do realize that Boston's only a phone call away, and we're already on thin enough eyes with Agent Partisan, don't you? We are going to be imprisoned when we return to Boston. So we don't go back to Boston? Pardon me? Why do we need to go back to Boston? Shit's clearly happening here. Right? Why don't we just run? We don't have to frame anyone for that one. I knew as we would be admitting guilt when we flee the city. So... Gentlemen, if I may. Oh, yes, go ahead. This has been a delightfully bracing morning. Do you have, like, tools or something in there? Tools of what type? I don't know. You're investigators. You came to look at a body. I assumed you had a plan. Yes, I had a perfectly cromulent plan before somebody ruined it, as Irishmen are wont to do. Before you continue, this. sorry, this is very hard. Maybe focus on the matter at hand, which is a corpse that was connected neck and head and is now not connected neck and head. Yes, the sentient teapot does have a point. It's easy. We just cover it back up. That, I don't, I don't don't have a, never never mind. mind. Unless, what, do you have some sewing needle and thread? I don't, I don't have, have a hand to slap my face up on. Well, not you, you dumb teapot. Don't you insulting the teapot? I'm doomed. That's beyond the pair. We'll come up with a new plan, it's fine. Wait, Wait a, a minute. minute. Hmm. You, you guys, guys carry on. on. Fine. I'll sew it shut. Alright? Yes, well, I shall, um... And then, if it's a decent enough job, we can make it look like perhaps that's what actually killed him. Really send them off the trail. So without a better idea, Finn begins to look for the needle and thread. Is it suture or something like that? Is what its actual name? It's a morgue. I'm sure they have sutures. As you start looking around, the man at the desk will say, Can I help you? Do you, do you need something? Sorry. I thought the desk in the morgue was in, like, different... No. It's at the other end. It's a big room. He's there. I've been assuming you guys are speaking in hushed tones. He's very focused on his work, pretty much ignoring you. But when you start looking around for stuff, he's going to ask, can I assist you? Well, then, if he's in the same room, Finn's not going to start looking. He's just going to put the head where the head roughly should be and just put the sheet over top. Okay. Look, we don't have much options. Um, uh, go on and and find um, find find Bruno and and Charlotte. I'm going to take a quick look at the personal effects, and then I will join you in a moment. Back in his valise, close it up. I'm not leaving you with the teapot. You're going to put it in some other random bloke's mouth. No, now that you've ruined it. I have no reason to, to try the same plan twice, really. It's it's gauche. But frankly, I don't trust you. I'm not very surprised, being you're an Irishman and I'm an Englishman. That's only a matter of course, but... It's really thin. We've worked together for years. 
Yeah, and I never imagined you putting some ghost back into a body. Well, I never imagined that you would have prior knowledge of the Animum Scriptor either, but here we are. We're both book people. We do a bunch of research. Why wouldn't I know what an Animum Scriptor is? Books weren't rumoured to exist until one was found in Ingolstadt. Gentlemen. Yes, of course, of course, yes. He picks up his valise and checks over the items there. Oh, keys, well. Hmm. Probably take them. No, leave them. They're evidence, and they should stay with the evidently very dead Director Doyle. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think that, that um, the, the ship has held. It was a good, good idea. It was a terrible idea. Would have worked. Regrettably, yeah. It's all my ideas. Good ideas. Totally would have worked, but, um, you yeah. know, things happen. Indeed. Did Cookie have to listen to you non-stop, you stupid teapot? You can always let me out. I'll go away real fast. Fuck me. Yes, well, we had that uh, quite in hand until somebody else's hand. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was the invisible hand of the market. <laughs> Let's just get out of here before very well. anything suspicious. Yes, very well. We'll lead on, lead on, lead on. So Finn will try to usher Philip towards the exit. He's giggling to himself, but he's going to the exit. So as you guys leave, the man at the desk doesn't even look up. He just says, "I'll finish there." Uh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't hear that his head came off, but it's clean off here. Yep. Look up and then look over at the body. What? Way to go! His head's clearing off. He'll get up and rush over to the body. Do you guys exit? At that, yes, we'll absolutely have to exit at that. After all, we are professional investigators, as are. Ambulatory teapot is soon discovered. So as you guys exit out the back and walk around to what I assume is the front, you will see Bruno exiting with Cookie and the uh, young rookie officer a few steps behind them. Bruno, hi. So we're um, inspecting the body, right? And while uh, Philip is making himself a cup of tea, um, I noticed that Doyle had lost his head. What are you talking about? It seemed like Philip was <laughs> making a cup of tea for Doyle. <laughs> looking at Bruno. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, for some reason I, I thought he was perfectly alive, but no, no, he was not. He <laughs> came clean off. <laughs> it's kind of like... There's not good shit going on here. Great. Just what I need. I want to go home. Can we please yeah. go back to Boston? Uh, well, um, we we have a, a small hiccup, so to speak, in that uh, we we have to present a guilty party in the unfortunate demise of Director Doyle, and <laughs> unfortunately, we still have not quite uh, found that yet. Yeah. I got an idea on that. Well, um, how about we have a sport of lunch and our young officer friend makes his report and we discuss? 
How do you feel about that, young officer friend? He'll check the time and go, yeah. Looks at Charlotte, thinking about it. and like, all right. I was just told to make sure, you know, to, to check on her. But, I mean, you guys aren't going to leave town because, you know, you guys aren't supposed to leave until you find the person that. Do we look like the kind of people that would skip town? Philip looks at Bruno. Then pulls out his badge. We are federal agents, so, I mean, we're easy to track down even if we did. Suffice to say, uh, we are not intending on leaving town until we have presented a guilty party for you to investigate and snap that case shut, so to speak. <laughs> Fine. Go have your lunch, but make sure you get back to the station right after. Check in with, with the chief. Oh, yes. Yeah, he'll be super happy to see us, I'm sure. Of course, yes. Of course. And you'll see him go the other direction? Opposite the way you guys are currently walking, he is not going back to the police station. As the officer is out of earshot, Finn will, in a hushed, well, we, we need to either pin it on someone real quick or get the fuck out of town. Finn, we're federal agents. Why would we ever skip town? Anyway, I got, a, I got an idea. Well, okay. I warned you. We should really get out of town. Oh yes, what what is what is your your um what is your wonderful idea, oh, oh criminal mastermind? I I am quite interested to hear. <laughs> I've seen the invisible hand of the market at work. <laughs> uh, it's quite simple. The the brutal culprit that brought our dear Director Doyle's life to such an unfortunate end was alcohol. Alcohol, truly. Yeah. I've been saying that since the beginning. We drank too much. That's definitely what it was. Doyle's head is clean off his neck. Yeah, well, it's the damnedest thing when how the fuck did that happen? Oh, yes, Finn, how did that happen? It was so exciting. Finn glances over to Cookie, looks over back to Bruno. Like I said, Philip was making tea from his teapot for Doyle. Do you know what I'm saying, Bruno? Unfortunately, I think that I might have an idea. The fuck were you on about, Philip? No, what do you mean? No, I didn't. I didn't take poor Doyle's head off. No, he's already dead. Why would I need to do anything else to him? <laughs> I've won. Yeah, I don't care about that part. I care about the making tea. You guys aren't making any sense. You know what, Charlotte, you... Did I get hit harder? You, uh... You might be better off not knowing. Because there's some shit that don't make no sense. What does that mean? You're not my father, Bruno, okay? Like... No, I'm not. You can't just keep stuff from me and punch me in my face. I... How far away is the hotel from here? Three blocks, one up, two down. Uh, Philip is is going to to look around, and he seems very chipper, and he's going to start heading towards the hotel. You can't take the teapot with you. Unless you have someone with you. Oh, I have positively no idea what you're speaking about, and he's going to keep on walking. There's a uh, 
you had a passenger that came back from the fucking house with you. What do you mean? That's a good question. I don't really know, but there was something that was talking to us while you were knocked out. And, uh, you know, it did the whole threaten to kill you thing, did the whole, all the rest of that stuff. And, uh, apparently he's in the teapot now. Cookie's eyes just get huge, and she runs after Philip. I want to get that teapot. So, I'm gonna try and do a grab at his valise. I want to make sure I have the picture correct. Philip is walking off towards the hotel. Bruno says this to Cookie. Cookie now runs after Philip. Finn and Bruno, were you also following Philip? Finn is probably a, a few paces behind Philip and didn't hear what Bruno said to Cookie. Bruno, what are you doing? I want to try and grab her. I guess it's going to be fighting Brawl in a, a dodgy dodge. All of you will now hear this commotion because I'm sure she lets out gasp. He grabs her. I would definitely look over my shoulder to see what's up. Bruno has grabbed Cookie's arm and is holding her back from you. Finn, you see the same thing? Seeing what Cookie's doing and then putting two and two together, Philip is going to uh, increase his pace away from the uh, other agents of Derp. Finn's going to be following Philip. Bruno, you still have a hold of Cookie's arm. Cookie, you see Philip and Finn walking away even faster from you. And she is just doing the squirm and trying to throw the elbows to get Bruno off of her and just screaming, Philip, Philip, come back. Come back. Let me go. Come back. Let me go. Let me go. I want to pull her into a hug. That would be a terrible idea. Aw, Bruno pulls her into a hug and Philip heartlessly keeps walking. Bruno, what are you doing? Because I'm, I'm sure you have a very distraught cookie in your arms right now. I just hold her there for a second. Look, it's, it's going to be all right. There's some shit that I don't even fucking understand that I know you don't understand. That I don't know what the fuck they're up to, but you're safe and that's all that matters. I'm not safe. You can't keep me safe. You don't... You. He's there for me, and you're not. Get off. You're not my father. Leave me alone. Let me go. And I'll release her a little bit, but still keep my arms. Try to do that thing where I get my hands on her forearms and shoulders. What do you mean? I want to kick him. Ooh, a nice, good, hard heel to the knee, Bruno. So I'm going to say that will break it. Your hands would probably go to your knee in that ow kind of a thing. And because she was fighting to be let go of and fighting back, when she kicked him in the knee, she fell backwards, scrambled to get up. And again, try and run after Philip. Uh, I'm going to do the same after her. You're going to run after her, and are you going to try to grab her again? Or are you just following her now? There's going to be a grab, because now she said all kinds of weird shit on top of the weird shit. So now it's like there's there's clearly more to this than just Dunwich. 
Cookie, you are now focused on getting to Philip. You are just running that way. Absolutely. Then, Bruno, I will let you go for a grab, and she will not get to dodge as her focus is on Philip. Cookie, from behind, you are grabbed again. Bruno, how do you grab her? As she, like, pushes up and starts swinging her arms to, to run, one of her arms comes back, and I just get her around forearm and wrist and hold on to her. Charlotte, what do you mean? You saying some shit. Fucking, we're getting real close to even. I need, I need him back. I need him back. We need, I need Philip. I need that teapot. I need him back. Charlotte, he'd have nothing but bad thoughts for you. That's not true. You don't understand. You're right. I don't. But I know that having something talking to you in your head is a bad thing. He's been with me my whole life. My whole life. I need him back. That just raises further questions. Like, there's some shit that's been done here that I don't understand that we got to get top people to fucking talk about. But I know that having another voice in your head is a bad thing. I told you I didn't do it. Yeah, it was probably fucking him. Stop yelling at me. Sorry, I'm sorry. I just... Can we talk, or are you going to run? She just stays silent. And he holds your arm and tries to not, like, squeeze, and he'll limp a little bit the close distance so that he's not fucking yelling and yanking on an arm that's trying to yank away. And then he'll stand there, and he'll pause for a moment, and then he'll let go. And she just stands there, eyes averted, not looking at him slightly trembling, angry and sad, afraid that she's going to be hit again. There's there's weird shit out there, and you notice because it's our fucking day-to-day. Like fish people like two weeks ago, right? No response. But like before that, there was the movie, and then we were in that together, and the two of us pulled through together. You and me. Still nothing. There was all those other times, all those other jobs. You're not alone. You got friends. Just don't know anymore. You guys hurt me. That's what everyone does. Everyone hurts me. Charlotte, you come back with us. We'll fill out our reports. I'll happy to request a transfer out if that's what you want. Again, just met with silence. I think he just stands there also in silence for a minute while the camera fades away. Finn and Philip, what are you two up to? As uh, soon as Philip rounds a corner, he's going to stop and then glance back to make sure that Cookie is not following because that would be an incredibly bad thing. Cookie is not following, but when you look around that corner, there is Finn coming right around. Yes, well, he's. Irish and like a bad penny, he's always turning up. Sweet Jesus, can you not run so quickly? Well, if you hadn't noticed, there was a certain someone that we exorcised him from that was trying to follow us, trying to get him back. Did you not notice? No, frankly, I was following you. Making sure you didn't get away. Yes, because I have uh, everywhere to escape to once I'm at the hotel, of course. Look, you tried to make tea for Doyle. 
I tried to ensure that Cookie was going to be going home free from suspicion, and you have ruined it. Now, I don't know why that you've ruined it. We don't know what this ash is. You want to just put some demon thing into Doyle and let that just do whatever. Look, we don't know what it is. Until we know what ash is, we shouldn't do anything with it. We or me? Right now, you, because you're the one that has ash. But we, all of us, we shouldn't do anything with it until we know. My thought is we need to ask Cookie who Ash is, right? Because she's the one who probably knows the most right now in our grasp. Well, Ash probably knows, but... uh, Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, shush you. Honestly. It's not nice to eavesdrop. Don't Don't have have much much of a choice. You have all the choice in the world. All right, so we um we could ask Ash, yes, but I frankly don't trust it. Right, we could ask it, "Are you a demon?" And it says, "No, I'm a saintly angel." Well, fuck that. You know what does Cookie think it is? Or we should ask them independently. What does Ash say he is? What does Cookie say he is? Right. You wish us to interrogate our uh, our dear fellow agent Charlotte and a teapot. <laughs> Frankly, yes, it sounds fucking weird. It does. It does. It does seem very weird. <laughs> but that's our business, and we need to not fuck this up. Uh, yes, yes. We shouldn't. We shouldn't lose our head over it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which, if we could have talked about it beforehand maybe Doyle was an option I saw that look in your eyes you were going to do it even though I tried to persuade you not to no matter what I said you were going to I had to take action and stop it from happening maybe that was the best decision and I just completely fucked that up but inaction right now is probably better than that option is my opinion but yes well you're the you're the one with the invisible knife in your hand, so I suppose we shall do as you uh, so politely request, won't we? Finn rolls his eyes. Look, it's not. It's just we need to just sort this out before we do anything. <sighs> we can't just go off running around and filling people with the Holy Spirit. We're not you know, the church. Uh, Very well, Finn. You have convinced me. We will interrogate the teapot. We will interrogate Charlotte. We will find some way to explain Curator Doyle's death. And then we will return to Boston, in which that I will be yelled at again by Agent Patterson. Yes, it would be fantastic. Really, I'm looking forward to it. How about we look at the list of people that we're supposed to attend. Right? Mm-hmm. One of them's bound to be some low life or some sort of criminal person who wanted something. Right? That's why we came to investigate to make sure no one of that sort came. 
we're the professionals. I think it's our safest option right now. We need to find someone to blame it on. Right? No, but it's just as believable. I'm your wife and you punched me in the face. Look, it's the 1920s. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, I was fucking being an asshole. Um, There's uh, a shocker. Right. Oh. I guess it's going to be fighting Brawl in a, a dodgy dodge. Oh. Yep, it looks like you grab her. Yep, this is just... Bruno's going for guy. Going for broke, eh, Bruno? Yeah. <laughs> Punch her again. Just on the other side of her face. I mean, if she keeps back talking me, maybe. Wow. <laughs> wow. 1920s. <laughs> Aw, Bruno pulls her into a hug, and Philip heartlessly keeps walking. Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> I want to kick him. You're welcome to try. Wow. You want to die? That's a pretty it? good try. Because that's a pretty good try. That is a, that's a fucking. Uh, that's a pretty <laughs> good kick. That's a pretty good kick. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a good kick. Oh, that's oh, a pretty dodge. Right in the shin, or where are you kicking him, Cookie? I know. Oh, the no. In the knee, because I'm not a monster. I just want to take his knee out. Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get it without a net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard in the intro and the outro is from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a Net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.